Hello, and welcome to the Couch Dissection. Hi. As you know, as always, I'm Paul Martin. This is episode 10. We've got Marcus Kelly Merker. we got Kieran Taylor. we all here to bring you the latest in MMA. <laughs> the Smelly Jerker. All the way from the Mandalay Bay Arena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. 10 for 10 on the card last week, eh? Yeah. Gross. Big Gross. fights. My boy, my boy Brian Battles, my new favorite welterweight. As he should be. Yeah, well, I mean, I honestly was rooting for that dude all through Tough 29. He's in the middleweight division for Tough 29, and he mm. ended up winning the whole thing. And he was supposed to fight Treshawn Gore, but Treshawn ended up getting injured, like in the tough finale. And he fought Treshawn after the tough finale and still beat Treshawn. So, like, he, he wins twice at middleweight, goes down to welterweight, and then gets that nasty head kick knockout, gets him a performance bonus. That was beautiful. Huge wins all around. Ten fights, ten, ten finishes. finishes, and also an interesting stat, the prelim fight. Ten minutes on the dot. Exactly ten minutes of cage time. Schlenders. Exactly. Not 10.01, not 9.59, ten minutes yeah, of I had cage a, time. I had, the, I had the Brian Battle knockout listed wrong, and that's why I was counting it wrong. Yeah. I, was, I was like, no, bro, it's 10.01, but I actually had it as 45 seconds, not 44. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was your favorite knockout of the night? My favorite knockout of the yeah. night? Well, like just watching, like in the like live in the moment, mm-hmm. I was probably Muhammad Usman because me and Paul are watching it together. And oh yeah, that was like filthy. Usman kind of looked like trash. Like, and it just he didn't look good. The other two. If I can butt in here, if you go watch his tough fights, they are atrocious. He's he just stands there. He boxes That's what them. I'm saying. He just he, looks like shit. He wins fights. He's got he's got dog in him, but he's not. He's not talented by any means, right? Yeah, he just, he sucks. And I, I think that, like, he's in there because of his name, but, like, I was sitting there and I'm like, man, this guy, like, Paul, this guy sucks, dude. Like, he looks like, sh- bang, bang. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It was literally like, this guy sucks, Paul. Left hand, sleep. And I just laughed because I was like, oh, okay, so yes. I, I think he, if, if, if you ask me, I don't see a big difference between him and Francis Ngannou. It's heavyweight, man. Yeah, they, well, I do. both heavyweights. They both have, like... But one weighs in at 265, and one weighs in at 230. He was actually the lighter man that night, believe it or not. And yeah. Pauga, was typically a, a light heavyweight, eh? Yeah, I, I, I could care less about their weights. I'm, I'm talking, like, heavyweight's a heavyweight. It, it doesn't matter if you're 235 or 265. They all hit the same. I'm saying, like, the Naganus have this kind of... Like, dude, that was a check left hook that he knocked him out with. Yeah. It was a straight-up check left hook. That guy hasn't from lost. From here, that like guy. from middle of his body. So he didn't even throw it from the shoulder to the to the chin. He no. went from halfway check hook and, like, really downed him and slept him. So if, if, if you ask me, like, I think he has elite power. Pauga was my pick for tough 30. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you go after this. But Pauga was my pick for tough 30. He's, I think he's phenomenal. He just got caught there. But he was, like, I think 7-0 and in amateur plus 5-0 and in pro. Like, never lost. Also from Team Elevation in Colorado, which is, like, they got the Curtis Blades. Uh, they got, jeez, uh, who is it? Uh, Sanhagen's there as well. Plus, they've got all the all the, all the the people under Whitman there as well. Like, they've got Kamaru, Gaethje, Rose. One of the best gyms in, in the country. Both guys are from there. Mohammed and Zach Buga. They, they've trained together. They know each other. Just, you know, it's one man's night, you know. But uh, Pauga is a former uh, Texan, Houston Texan practice squad. Yeah. So like he's he's, a, he's athletic, man. I'd really like to see him get a contract and fight again because all he did was get caught. He was 
my opinion, winning the fight to the point. He was fight. definitely winning the fight. Yeah. But I actually, like I was saying, Muhammad looked like shit. He couldn't really exchange. He didn't have tight or anything skilled boxing. It's just big power, big throws. And I thought Puaga uh, was throwing really good punches, really good combos. He was staying at distance. He literally made one mistake. And that's where I think just that, that's where I compare jab, Muhammad. Yeah. That's where I compare Muhammad to Naganu because with Naganu, there's no there is now. Naganu's polished now as far as like a total MMA fighter goes. His punches and strikes are a little more they're a lot better. But with Muhammad it's like I I can't help but believe that with Usman as your brother I've only watched Usman improve on every aspect of MMA since joining the UFC. Every aspect, right? He's, he's an elite wrestler. Yeah, when you really do put things in context, it's not long ago that he wasn't a great boxer and he could only wrestle. Before back. he knocked out Masvidal, no one thought of him as a striker. Yeah. Everyone just said he's going to have to take you down and grind out a five or five rounder, which was fine. But like, he can really strike. It wasn't just the Masvidal knockout, but he knocked out Colby, and then he knocked out. Uh, it's- it's so uh, it's so opposite to to the Tyron Woodley era. Eh? Everyone expected a knockout, never got it from Tyron Woodley. But here, you're not expecting anything. You're expecting. That, I think is the reason people have issues with Woodley. Oh, because high you, expectations you and never delivered. Yeah. And with the skill set he has, because if we're being honest, if you just take the skill set out of his body mm-hmm. and you put it in with a guy with a better mentality, Woodley's a good fighter. Like he would be. It's just that he doesn't know how to... He didn't pressure. He was scared. He didn't know how to let go of The skill's there, though. People don't like Tyron Woodley because he had the worst title reign of all time. The guy kicks it off with a draw. He draws. In a fight, a lot of people thought he should have lost. That was a good fight, though. It was a good fight. Then he fights Wonderboy in the second worst fight of UFC history. So what's the worst? The next fight he had against Damian Meyer. (laughs) (laughs) And the second worst fight of... UFC history is it's gotta be Rose versus thing. Carl. And then he fought what? Darren Till? He's choked. And like he, choked he, had a good, he had a good performance there. He actually but like, did. That was a good. If you look at where Till was at, that was his and last he, was, he was really like. He was coming. He yeah. was coming. It could have been interesting. Everyone thought he was going to Say win he wins. He had that. a hype train. I, I, never, I never was on it. I, I wasn't on it. That's because you're racist to Liverpool fighters. Yeah, I don't like the Brits for some reason. But you like Patty, right? Yeah, he's a schoozer, though. It's because I got French blood. You like Bisbing, though. I now like Bisbing. <laughs> oh, because you yeah. like Bisbing because he locked knocked out Rockhold. Yeah. Yeah, okay. After <laughs> that, I like Bisbing. I was never really big Bisbing. I was never really, no. Because with Bisbing, he was cringy early. People don't talk about this, like how Strickland's cringy now. That was... That was him back then. You can see, believe, achieve. You sound like a self-help book. That was one of the greatest chirps in UFC. He quoted himself recently on a broadcast. Yeah. If you conceive and you believe, <laughs> you can achieve it. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I can't remember who he was talking to about it. it just... I will say, though, Bisping, by far, should not be the one asking questions after fights. No. No. He's awful. He's I like... Good. He's... As an announcer now, like, that's just a... Like a uh, color commentator, I actually think he's all right. I, I like listening to his his progress, like or his process during the fight. He's so self deprecating, but all But then he's also one of those dudes. DC had to learn this too. He's also one of those dudes that keeps my career. I would have, I did 
when I was, and then you're like, okay, dude, like, we get it. You were a UFC fighter, too. Yeah. Just talk about the fighters at hand. DC had issues with that early in his color commentating career where he would be like, he was biased towards his own, the AKA guys. And then he was always like, Still is. Oh, when I wrestled, you, no, you got to put the arm under, and then you got to, when I would, I, and it's just like, shut up. You got to pick him up. You got to shock him. But now Especially when it's in his weight class, too. Oh, you know what I hate that for, though? You know what amplifies that is uh, the apex. When there's no one in there, and he's shouting orders and like, what to do. And you see the guy make the adjustment, especially that pisses me off the most. It's like, it's a, no, you got to get the underhook. Go for the underhook. There you go. <laughs> and I don't hate it because for the casual fan, and even as like a non-casual fan like us, like half the time there are certain nuances and things to wrestling that he can provide when you're watching in the moment yeah. that you you can never learn just by watching. It's That's like, great for us to get that perspective, but the problem is they're hearing it in the cage. Yeah. And yeah. he's coaching the fighters. He yeah. was coaching... Kevin Holland for yeah, the, whole, the whole fight. What do I do next, DC? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin was Kevin, asking him. Well, too. Kevin got warned by the ref, and then the ref warned DC between rounds, and then he just kept asking him. It's Kevin Holland. You can't really say much to him. You know? He's a talker. That's why they call him Big Mo, right? It's not just a talker. He's a personality. You he's a superhero. Like, yeah. You know how people he's saying? <laughs> um, someone else recently just disarmed a fucking bat-wielding man on the street. I can't remember who it was right now. It was a UFC fight. Jared Gordon. Oh. Flash Gordon, he just he just disarmed a guy wielding a bat on the street trying to attack someone. I saw it on Twitter today, but yeah. Wow, yeah. good for him. And then Matt Favola is bringing the steam all the time, so I'm just going to, yeah. That's my favorite lightweight, by the way, now. Favola? In, yeah, that's insane. Oh, Patty's my favorite. There's like eight lightweights. Patty's my favorite lightweight. But Matt Favola is the people's champ. You know who's my least favorite lightweight right now? Terrence yeah. fucking McKinney. Why? He ruined my whole <laughs> fantasy <laughs> That's, that's my guy. That's my dude. You, right I now. needed you to knock him out. You get the rear naked choke. Oh, it was impressive. Be, hold on. Did, great, you, did, did you hear Yeah, it was, it was like a 50-50 chance. Seven subs. It was like 70-30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 70% submission. No, it's seven subs. That's why I didn't pick a method. Because I knew it could have gone either way. Yeah. He had five KOs, seven subs walking <laughs> He almost did both. But he almost yeah, he had the KO. <laughs> like, a lot of reps could have stopped that. <laughs> he almost had both. But if I'm not mistaken, he's a wrestler from High school, he is. Mm, yeah, an so. elite wrestler too. Really yeah. high class wrestler. Pretty sure he was a college. Don't wrestler. talk to me about elite wrestling without mentioning the name Bo Nickel. We're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing that up a little bit later. Bo uh, Nickel's gonna be champ. Yo, that guy's like, he's record, gonna be champ. His record from high school and college combined is 303 and 10. And he's a welterweight? <laughs> no, he's a middleweight. He's a middleweight. He's gonna take up oh, that entire division with no wrestlers. Like, if he was a welterweight, I'd be like, well, who's been can wrestle? Like, you know, you are, you know yeah, where my ass top is? Derek Brunson. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like, you better gate, you better keep that gate protected. Honestly. You know, no one can. You can't hate on Brunson. You you've got to be really good to beat him. Yeah, you do. You really have to be you really do. good. You to have beat to be good. You have to you have to and knock him out. If you do beat him, yeah. he's like the truest of all gatekeepers. He's been there so long. If you beat him, you're a bona fide top five. You're a bona fide. Guy. Top five. Well, he's a top five guy. Yeah, he's like, he is a bona fide. He's like top five point one. <laughs> like he's five, but someone could be ranked higher than him. Yeah, like tied for fifth. Like they're. Like, yeah, you don't take his spot. He's always yeah. fifth. You're just, you're also fifth. Yeah. Prairie was just win. tied for fifth recently. He just, he just oh, took a standalone. Yeah. But when he beat Strickland, he got in sixth, and then he was tied for and fifth. And Strickland was three. Four. Four. Yes. Still, though, knock a guy clean out like that. 
People keep saying Alex hasn't done enough. This man was the double champ in glory. I probably mean, the best striker on the planet. Have we talked about this? He's done enough. Did this announcement? Has this November 12th? No. Alex Pereira versus Israel Adesanya. Yeah. MSG. Ooh. Oh, and the 280-whatever card got fully announced, too. It's for uh, You're talking about 283 for Brazil. No, they got announced as like they're going to Brazil in January. Yeah, yeah, that's but true. one of the end of the year cards. It's Aljamain versus Thing, Sean O'Malley and Yawn, and then the championship fight is, is Aljamain versus Dillashaw is also a is a championship fight. But then the number one fight is is it Izzy? No, 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 no. It's, it's um, it's another it's a Ali in Islam. Yes, yeah, Ali yeah. Islam. That that those top three that's fights got Dabi. confirmed. Yeah, that's Abu Dhabi. They are confirmed. We know that's the fight card. They have it. I call Charles Oliveira something different every time I talk about him. Sometimes it's Charlie, sometimes it's Oliveira, sometimes it's Ollie. I'm always changing it up. Charlie Olos is my favorite. My, uh, Do you my, think he can turn around for Brazil, though? Charlie? Do you think he can win against Islam in November? Uh, January. January 23rd. Yeah, but he fights in November. He fights in October. October, October 22nd. Like three, three four months. months. Like three he months. fought already three times this year? Because uh, I'm thinking, who else do they have right now? They got... Uh, to share him, might get his rematch against Yuri, but I doubt Yuri takes him Brazil. And then they got Figgy, and who else? I don't even know. Nunes. Nunes. She's not big in Brazil. Um, Figgy is definitely fighting in Brazil. Though. But it's not going to be Nunes. I, I think you see Figgy Moreno for that card. I think you see Figgy and Moreno, but I also think you see someone else. I think you might see a Glover. I think you might see... I don't know if they stack Nunes. the Brazil card. They, might they don't Nunes stack the them. Brazil cards. cost too much to send fighters down. No, no, but they do put Brazilians on there. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think cool. you'll have a lot of, leg- like, all your legendary Brazilians kicking around. Shogun comes back. Yeah, if, well, if no, he does honestly, fight. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. fighting, actually. Yeah. No, he has another fight on his contract, though, does he not? I don't know. I, it's hard to know about Because he just fought and lost, but it wasn't terrible, and he got finished, right? All well, I know is Anthony mean, Smith ended that man, like, viciously. No. But Shogun you know came back and won some fights since then. John, John Jones. Jones. Yeah. So whatever. He was legit never the same. I don't want to hear it. It's not even close. No fighter's ever been the same. Speaking of fighters not being the same, did Tiago Santos look any better from his last fight? He looked no. terrible after his John Jones fight. He was controlling a lot of that, but I don't think Jamal Hill is very technical. He's just No, powerful. I don't even think he was really controlling the fight. I, I think he was just being like offensively defensive. Yeah, he's being active enough. Like you're being active because you know how to keep a pace. Like... These are fighters that have been around so long that they know how to pace themselves for these fights, so they know how to how much activity to keep up. But that is also a mistake because a guy like Jaleel Hill or Jamal Hill, he should have just let him fight and gas himself, which is what he did in the first round, and then he just didn't take advantage. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, I was I was kind of falling asleep for that fight a little bit. So I I know one fight of the night, but I was I could I had a hard time. It's only fight of the night because it went the longest. You're looking at uh, my Mm. sweet ass. Um, j- just for me and you, check out, I did the, uh, Contender yeah, Series in the new way. It looks yeah, nice, eh? Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that, oh, fuck, man. What else, who else won the performance bonus that night? There was a big one. Um, there was Hill, Santos got fight of the night. Let me see this. Miller, was it Miller? No, no, no. No. McKinney. McKinney got it, and, and there was Battle, McKinney, there's three performance bonus. Oh, Usman. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and Neil. And Neil. Jeff Neil. Jeff Neil. Jeff Holy Neil. Holy wow. yeah, is we, legit, We too. need to talk about that. That looked disgusting. That man looked unbeatable in that cage that night. I'm not going to lie to you. He 
legit has the whole package. Yeah. Like the whole actual package where he like, landing those shots if he lands in the right spots, it's gonna be nice. Well he landed at one point first of all, to knock out Vincente Luque. Yeah, never been finished. Not not is insane. Guy's That's chin is crazy. You can even see it in the fight with how many shots he ate before going he down. To even drop Luque is insane. Yeah. I don't even think Terrence McKinney can drop Luque. Yeah, because there's a weight class below him. Yeah, so but like, he'd like that power. <laughs> <laughs> no, but choke him out, though. Jeff Neal is a bona fide top three right now, in my opinion. Jeff Neal is a bona fide number one contender. It's, yeah. it's, this, is, this is what happened to me that night. I talk to Paul about this all the time. I talk to you about this all the time. Usman standalone best in the division. No question. 170? Yeah. yeah. But then Colby is standalone number two. Two. Yeah. You know what? And let me just interject here. You know what I hate about that? Is he's number one in pound for pound. The guy he beat twice to get number one pound for pound is nowhere on that list. Despite them having about five non-champions on that list. I, I think that's real injustice to Kobe. Kobe doesn't fight enough, though. That's uh, true. That's that fact. But you, you need to fight if but, you want to be in those rankings. Usman's biggest thing on his resume is Kobe Covington. Yeah, for sure. That's so his it, biggest accomplishment. Like, uh, twice. Yeah. But like, if we're going to talk about guys don't fight too. enough, how come Leon Jones is still 11? <laughs> in pound for pound? Yeah. He should be number one. No, he shouldn't. He's number 11. <laughs> That's rightfully so. The man's what? what? He's lucky he's still on the list. What, what? 16 this title This is fight? the thing, bro. 14. The, the, power, 14. The, the pound for pound rankings shouldn't be a, a pound for pound. There should be a pound for pound ranking, and then there should be a power ranking. Like, like in every major sport, the four major sports in the thing... They have a power ranking. It's like, if you go on to win well, 12 straight... and then they fight, and they all do their own ranking, so... Rank for, but for pound for pound. I'm talking a power ranking. It's like, basically, it's like, by the, the six-month mark... Should we start a power ranking? Yeah. Yes. You should do that. That's should, a fantastic idea. Should we average out well, all of the rankings and then see what they come to, or like... Well, like, for actually, example... How do you approach that? I'm curious. I, I will give you a prime example of the power ranking. Last year, so in 2021... Kevin Holland fought five times. Yeah. Won all five fights. Yeah. Some of my, most of my fans. In a power ranking with activity, I think the algorithm would have to be something along the lines of activity, time of, time in the ring. Like if you're getting finishes, like a Charlie Olives, right? I think it's more, I think it would Things be. Things like that? I think it would, well, personally, I would think it would have to be more about efficacy and, and how much you damage compared to your time in the cage, right? So strikes landed per minute. Strikes absorbed per minute, like how low that is, against how much. I I would just base it the my personal power ranking. How I would base it, I, it's basically just like keeping it's fans number one engaged no in what's happening right now. Yeah, because there's a lot of fans who are up in the air, and even fans like us. There's fighters like I just talked to you about this. The guy who just beat Donald Cerrone in two fights ago, uh, Alex Moreno. Yeah. Okay. Where has he fought? Yeah. I haven't seen him fight once. He fought recently. I don't or he was supposed so. to, at least. So, it's like, if he got hurt, then I understand it. But I want to watch the guy fight. And I haven't seen him fight since that point. So, it's like, if yeah, there he was, was... he fought 277 on July oh. 30th. That was, like, literally, like, last week. Yeah. I remember seeing his name. I got to fill out all the results pages, so I definitely... He didn't. fought? Who did yeah. he fight? And then he fought Mickey Gall December 4th. Was he on the prelim? And then he fought David Zawiyah yeah. in September, and then that. Then he fought. Sorry, he still fought three times this summer. Yeah. Is he always just a prelimer? 
Um, yeah, it looks that way. Yeah. And that's probably why. And yeah. he's winning. He I wanted to watch him fight. Yeah. And, and he's winning. And he's he's really good. He's and by the way, when it comes to the rankings, everybody should know, even if we make power rankings and all the rankings, the UFC's rankings, at the end of the day, it's just writers making shit up. <laughs> well, they, they take votes of writers. Yeah, but it's yeah. writers making shit up. Not necessarily. They have power in that vote, but it's not. But the writers shit up. make a list. You know, yeah. they just make a list. Yeah, and then it's, I mean, it, I, yeah. it's not making shit up as much as it is like a bias. But there's no, like, formal equation but saying this guy's bias, guaranteed. That's so difficult. Mm. But if you're creating a bias inside of your list, then you're essentially making shit up. Well, your list is going to be whoever you select, right? Like, I can, I like, if like if you guys picked me to make the list, I'm putting Alexander Volkanovsky like, number one. But no, if no, I picked you, yeah. you might put John Jones. But you know in a mean? 2022 six-month or half-year power ranking, I would have Volkanovsky number one. Yeah. He He's probably deserves that. Ten um, perfect rounds. 100%. Yeah. And then I would probably have, like... Um, Who's fought a couple times? Charlie, Charlie is number two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and hundred percent. They I, actually both won the, the ESPN Mid Year Award. They tied for but the best male fighter. But then you look, fighter. and it's like, how many times has Zeus been fought this year? Zero. Zero. He's coming. Like, why like, does not matter? Sure, He's got no, some no, next no, pay per view card. But Charlie's fought twice. February, I think. Didn't he? Yeah, it is the next pay per view. Uh, Usman. Yeah. Who would he have fought in February? Colby. No, you're right. He didn't fight anybody. Uh, he fought in November. So he fought the MSG card last year. Dude, it's been fucking eight months. So he fought. It's been ten months since you fought. He did fight three times last year. Fought Gilbert, George, and Kobe all last year. Yeah, he did have a very active last year. So it was a good year. So, I mean, I don't don't mind. It takes about eight months off or whatever. This is what people don't understand. This is the difference between John Jones and the rest of these pound for pound champions. Jones, in his prime, was fighting three times a year, no questions asked, all of title defenses. All of them. Yeah, true. Before he started, and then he started doing that shit. That's a whole different. That's an. That's a different argument. Jones inside the ring is the most dangerous fighter to ever live. What I find crazy, you don't want <laughs> to, because Kieran. I don't think that's true at all. First of all, I it think is. I think there's two people who are more dangerous than that person. But here's what's crazy: there's no well. way there's, there's. Okay, if you're gonna say Naganu is the only in person because of his knockout power. Other than that, there's not a person with more skill. There's nobody yeah, there's that's two. more dangerous. There's two. Ready? If you say Volkanovski, no, I'm going to get out of his seat. going to say Val. No, Valentina Shevchenko and GSP. I would have agreed. Okay, GSP is the only argument. I would have agreed with Val if her last performance, she didn't lose the fight. She didn't walk on her foot for an entire week. She, she looked like shit. There. And she still won. She looked like and shit. And you know who loses those situations? She almost lost. You know who loses those situations? Max Holloway. Wow, that was just perfect. There's no reason to take that shot. Now we're going to have this Jones I'm just saying. Now I'm we're going to have this Jones conversation with both of us here. But yeah, what's well, crazy? Well, I don't know. we got to argue. You already admitted GSP could be better than him. <laughs> no, I said there's an argument that you could have GSP number one. Yeah. But your argument for number GSP one. number one is because of everything he did outside the ring. No, your no. only argument against Jones is what he did outside the ring. Yeah. But that's not Precisely. an argument. They are, uh, the they are skill for skill. Pretty much aligned in my eyes, but because one was better outside of the ring, that gave him the edge. That is all I wanted to hear from you. That's my sense. Because if you're saying at least Jones is skill for skill right there with GSB, I would say they're both equal. He's also far too arrogant. I appreciate the the humble nature of uh, of a GSP, you know? His humility, sorry, that's the word I'm looking for. GSP walked in the ring 
I don't, yeah, they made him do that I shit. I am not impressed I'm not the best way of all that. The greatest UFC soundbite of all time. That oh, or who the man. fuck is that guy? Oh, speaking of being impressed, though, I mean, there's a couple fights I want to talk about in Contender Series. I see you bringing that up right now. I, I think we should just just, just dive right into both no, 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 no. Clayton, Clayton, Clayton Carpenter. Did you watch that fight? I don't need to watch any of them because Bo Nickel exists. No, 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 no. That Clay Carpenter fight was nuts. Was he legit, or they were the bold? Was it just a good? Fight okay, so him? let me let me preface this though, because I know you can't, how you feel. I don't like him. He doesn't love him because he feels he thinks he feels like a rich. Kid. He's a preppy rich kid that is a phenomenal athlete. And yeah. Do you know why Paul doesn't like him? Yeah. You ever seen the movie Never Back Down? It's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Ryan McCarthy, like straight up. His dad put him in karate at like so years old. I'm the same way. I hate like. Because to me, Wonder Boy, to me, just is that preppy rich kid. No, this guy's but this guy's cocky and confident. No, but then you learn about then you learn about Wonder Boy, and you're like, oh, he's actually just a humble kid. Yeah, this guy's, humble this guy's not humble at all. No, like Clayton dude, Carpenter is Ryan McCarthy. I don't, I don't like him then. No, dude, but he's so good because like, okay, so like, let's, let's, he's not even dating Amber Heard. Let, let me preface this though, okay? So I sent you a study the other day, and it said that uh, it was a brief study. They took 60 fights, and they had uh, doctors and, and, and people like refs, judges, all watch these fights. And they, they tried to predict when a concussive blow happened, right? And they, they did that, and in 43 instances, they were right. And in 99% of those instances, the fighter who got concussed first lost. Now, Clayton, Kimmer, or Clayton Carpenter got fucking rocked in the first round. Rocked. His eye was fucked up. Probably concussed. He came out and fucking grinded for two rounds and won that fight. And, like, I preface that with the study first because he overcame odds of one, one, one out of 1%. That's a 1% type thing that you see. I was so fucking impressed. I know I know you you did not like him, but no. he, how did he? He did everything right against a guy who was way bigger than him. Ryan McCarthy does everything right, too. Ryan you know? McCarthy's not a flyway who gets finishes, though. I know it was a decision this time, but... He was literally three for four finishes last uh, at flyweight. At fucking flyweight. You know what I mean? Like, not an easy thing to do. You didn't even finish that fight, though. No, the but one time you need to the most. That guy was huge, and he's a champion uh, outside of that, Welcome to UFC. Everybody's huge, and everybody's been a champion. Not, everybody's not a flyweight. Great. That guy was a big flyweight, man. Like, he looked like a I, I'm just at the stage in my life, like, ten years ago, yeah. watching the UFC, I would absolutely agree, okay, the guy's bigger and all of this. But, like, we're at the point now where, like, you cannot have, like, obviously fighters don't have that mentality of, like, oh, he's bigger, I've got to do this and this. But, like, you've got to fight everybody. Well. Izzy did it the best. Izzy's entrance to the UFC is better than Conor McGregor. February 2018. That's when he hit the UFC. February 2018, he's already here. Izzy's, Four years. Izzy's entrance into the UFC yeah. is exactly... The prairie it's, fight's going to... If it goes his way, it's going <coughs> to skyrocket. Man. Oh, that's huge. Izzy that's wins, the ultimate challenge. No, if Izzy wins that fight, like Izzy's, fight. Izzy's pound for pound. You, you have a guy who does your thing potentially better than you do. Also has... Two up on you. And has two wins over. Like, As that's the, the ultimate out your entire combat sports career on you. He's beaten everyone I else. Think who else if, is that? If Izzy beats Pereira, there's no. I don't even need to see Izzy defend the title for no, He's got to start time. breaking records. I know. I'm, no, I'm, I'm he's, saying he's. He's, he's creeping he's, up on Silva's middleweight uh, streak. 
Yeah, but I'm saying he's like he's, been a weight he's gonna be one of the if he's gonna be a top five fighter of all time in the UFC. Yeah, he could be. If he, he is beats Pereira in a in a non totally is you're talking fashion. about like in that goat conversation with Jones, no question. Because yeah. because because Usman's creeping into this conversation. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean, if he keeps winning, there's it's gonna be hard to say like it's gonna be hard GSP, to argue, right? That, but GSP and not him. But if is the thing is. That, so, with GSP's streak, it was mostly title fights. Yeah. With yeah. Usman's streak, I don't care if you beat unranked, got cut after you fought him, fucking no. Like, GSP was fighting title contenders. He was fighting the best of the best. And at the time, well, the I mean, I, division Gilbert was Burns, Kobe Covington, I understand Jordan No, but, like, well. don't get me wrong, Usman has some very impressive wins, but, like... Even the Masvidal wins are good. Masvidal was in a pocket, and he stopped him in his tracks. The first one, I don't think was very good. The second one, knocking him out like that, knocking him a striker like that, yeah. it's pretty big. But, like... The, Pull down and it's 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 what like thirteen hand, yeah. fight win streak. No, he doesn't even seven slap of them are top ten guys. Like, and he's supposed to get another one. Like, I just wouldn't put him above GSP yet. But you got to get win, Scott Moore, a second yeah. win on Leon, and then you go and fight like say Hamzat, Hamzat, and yeah. you take him out. Now we, you, there's no question he's at. Well, at least nine, in my head, if he gets nine defenses, you can't not have the conversation. I don't. Even, I don't want to think of that. I just like to. I like. I don't care about your defenses. I, for me, it's like, what could you do? How dominant were you? And then if you fought this guy and you both were in your prime, what would happen? If I'm thinking, if he goes Leon, then comes off, and they're both like Usman type wins, like the, the recent ones, <laughs> then Yuri maybe, but. I said that as a joke, but you guys took that way too seriously. <laughs> he could do it. He could do He's it. He's got the wrestling skills. He could just jump midway. He doesn't want to fight Izzy or... No, he doesn't. And if... What if Prairie wins, watch him go ragdoll him. <laughs> Yo, he, he actually would go. And then he vacate just... I don't, don't care how hard he can punch. Usman's taking him down and ragdoll him. Like, five rounds. Vicious. I'm telling you, avoid Alex Pereira. Like, he's fucking coming. Not if you're a high-level wrestler. Not if you're Bo Nickel. Oh, no, Bo Nickel might be a problem for your Like, body. Bo Nickel might want to take a couple years getting up there, you know? Like, let out. No, Alex is old. Let him lose the belt. Dude, Bo Nickel, like, the thing that's special about Bo Nickel, I, I want to touch on a couple other things from the Contender Series card, but Bo Nickel, the thing that impressed me about him, if you go watch his first highlight, he knocks that guy out clean in 33 seconds. If you don't talk about it, that guy's got an extensive amateur boxing career. Yeah. He's a boxer, and he went and knocked him out with the hands clean. Bo Nickel? Yeah, Bo Nickel knocked out the boxer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was dirty. And, like, when we talk about a fucking wrestler of that caliber, and I hear people comparing him to Ben Askren, I want to spit in their fucking face. Because yeah. that's such an insult. He's nowhere close to Ben Askren. He's so much better than Ben Askren in every aspect of yeah. the game. Bro, Chael Sonnen said, literally, Bo just might be the best wrestler to ever enter. 303 and 10 from high school to college. Three national championships. Three Big Ten championships. He actually, it's three national championships, but it's actually a fourth because they they did a world, um, I just read about this. They did a, um, so in America, the style of wrestling that they do is different than the rest of the world. So, but the rest of the world can learn it. So they did like a world competition with that style of wrestling. Bo just to, yeah, he absolutely he smashed it. three times. But he won't. He won't say he's. If you ask him, if you yeah. ask Bo Nickel, he yeah. will not say he's a three-time world champion. He'll say he won once. Really? Swear to God. So he's like not humble. Like he knows he's good, but he also like 
has so much respect for their sport of wrestling. Well, you know they what? won't even call himself a multi. You know what guy. fucking convinces me is when you see a guy who wins like that, and then he walks on. No, 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 and he comes out and he goes in the interview and he's like, "I am coming to be number one pound for pound. This is not about me getting signed today. I don't give a fuck like, about UFC being a UFC fighter. No, I'm here to be a UFC champ. That confidence, man. I was just like, all right, like that's what it is with Kamzat. It's his first, like, four fights in the UFC just look so fucking easy that you're like, why? I, I couldn't figure out why I, I was on Kamzat's hype train. Is that why crazy? I that, it like That's that. also a possibility, too, right? Kamzat coming in? Versus Bo Nickel. Yeah. I think Bo Nickel smokes. I don't know about that. You want to hear something That's funny? a tough fight. I got a hot take yeah. for you, boys. Episode 10 at the, I'm guessing it's around the 37-minute mark. 33. Two. Yeah, 32-40. I'm thinking Nate Diaz beats him. <laughs> no way. Imagine, though. No, because this, this is why I think that. Nate beats Hamza. And no, he's just like, fuck you, UFC. No, I don't know. I, no, I, I dead ass. Takes a resign. If there was ever a time. No, if there was ever a time for Nate to really put in a fight camp and try hard for one fight. Shit. He wants out. I, I know he wants out, but he's also a few type of dude. So you're like you were saying. You've got this, you you want to feed this dude to me, and then I'm going to be out of the UFC after this? So I already bet. I'm going to go choke this guy the fuck out, because this is the truth. If I'm Kamsa, sure that's what he thought he was going no, to be because If Kamzat stands and strikes with Nate, he's going to get pieced up, and I'll explain why. Because even though Kamzat's going to hit Nate, he's not going to hurt him like that. Well, if know. you could, no, 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 I'll tell you why. Because if Kamzat's biggest shots couldn't knock out Gilbert Burns... Have fun trying to knock Tell out me, Nate Diaz. How many, how many guys has Nate Diaz fought that jumps between 185 and 170, though? A lot yeah. of them. He was a 170. No, no, who? Rory, and that's it. Rory went to 185? Yeah, he fought Musasi, you remember? And oh, he Rory got shit. destroyed, though. Yeah. I wouldn't really call that going to 185. But he's big enough to do it, though. Eh. He's a big dude. That was a champ-champ fight. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't... He got mauled. Yeah, but he got mauled. But that's the thing, though. Nate's also a big 170. No, he's not. He's a 155er. No, he. No, Nate's a small 170. Nate's. No, Nate's skinny. a small 170. He's skinny, but he's tall. If you got to move up, if you were in a weight class below, you're you're small for your weight. You're not. You're certainly not big for your weight class. I'm thinking. Well, you just some fucking Poirier. I just think that that guy fell right out. I go. I go style for style in the Kamzat versus Nate, and I can't help think that. Something along the lines of like what people don't realize and people forget <laughs> that Nate Diaz is just as good on his back as a Charlie Olives. I wouldn't that, go that far, but the he's thing, good on his back. The dude, you can't hurt him. So even if you drop him, he's not hurt. You jump into his guard, you're going to get fucking submitted. I know. You watch. You watch. Kamzat will get submitted. He's going to get triangle choke jumping into Nate's guard. Here's the thing. So uh, if you look at the the. The statistical analysis of subs, especially subs per year per event, it's only been going down. Subs don't happen as often as they used to. I understand. No, but that, that the defensive game in BJJ has gotten so like uh, well-rounded now. It's really caught up to the offensive side. And, and I feel like Hamza, the Samo guys don't really get finished like that. So I can't I can't personally see I that happening. He's going to put his hand down on the mat, and he's going to get his arm snapped. Personally, I see Nate Diaz coming in half-ass, just wanting to make some money, getting out of the just UFC. Like Nate, 
Just like Nick did? Yeah, yeah. And I think he got smoked. I, I think the best thing Well, Nick apparently had it, so, like, was going through something crazy. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what it was. Like a herniated like, disc or something like oh, that. Oh, in his back. Yeah. yeah, he had two herniated discs. Or... No, I just... I think, as an ATS fan, I, I, I'm trying to think like him. How do I make the most money? Well, if I win my last UFC fight... Which is not going to. And but then, that's also why you avoided that fight for so long. Don't forget. The Kamzat fight? Yeah, he didn't want it. No, he, he was wanted pissed, Connor. Because Connor said he was going to come back. He didn't, no, he, he didn't, didn't want, want Connor. Connor either. He didn't want shit. He was being real fucking yeah, petty. Yeah, he was being real petty. He was, literally, he literally asked At one God. point, he was like, I'll only fight Nagano and Israel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, man. Like, I would have let him real. fight Israel. I would have let him fight Nagano. Dude, get book out the Kumite. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wrap their hands up in rope <laughs> and just let them bang. Like it's a fucking video game. Yeah. You want to talk about a PFL like super series? If, Yo. if all the fights were in the backyard, maybe yes, let me let me, <laughs> let me talk to you boys about a fantasy scenario I've been thinking of. PFL recently has been talking about how they want to be like the Champions League of uh, MMA, right? And I really thought about it. Imagine if you actually did have a Champions League once a year, where you had every brand with their best fighters, their champions in. And Why? Well, well, it would just be the UFC dominating. Dana White. It probably would be, but it would be. Not probably. Just no, no, be. no. But the thing about the Champions League is you could see the, the teams that are the best from all around the world. We always see fuck, like the same English teams make the fucking Champions League all the time. You got Liverpool getting in there. You got Man U sometimes. Celtics getting in there. All that shit. But like the other team, or well, there's PSG, there's all this shit. But there's the other eight teams. There's always a fucking rotation. And it would be so fun to see these teams compete against the top and the elite of the world and see where they really sit at. Right? Dana, Dana White the of the world. Dana no, White no. is like them, Dana White's like the Vince McMahon of MMA. Absolutely, he is never gonna fucking cross no. promote with anyone. No, as he long never as will. he's living and breathing, like no, there never will be no cross promotion. He never with the UFC. Anymore. You're absolutely right. Which is yeah. why I'm thankful his career that. is gonna end very soon. I don't think so. <laughs> He's found all of the best fighters in the world. They all fight in the UFC. Uh, that's not true, actually. Uh, um, have you have you heard about Soljic? Uh, that's his last name from KSW. No. Double champ, 185-205-1-1. They were trying to sign him to the UFC. Didn't go. They've also got Reiner to Ryder. How many roids, though? Like, sh- that's the question with one. No, you know what it is? Shit. The guy doesn't understand the fucking weight classes. He wants to be the 185 champ. But he doesn't understand how fucking middleweight works, and he's calling out Eddie Alvarez. No, because Eddie. Well, sorry, he's that's what it is. He's welterweight, middleweight. He wanted to focus on welterweight, but he's calling out Eddie Alvarez because Eddie Alvarez fights at one seventy and at one. Yeah, that's actually lightweight because of the way their hydration testing works. So he would actually be a one eighty five or a two hundred five, or being a welterweight and middleweight because of the way their hydration test works. Oh, if so only I, their drug tests worked as well as the hydration test. But yeah, that guy, 20 and 3, they, and they let him slip through his fingers. The, I think the biggest problem is, is Bellator PFL 1, they pay better, especially the newer fighters. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. give you like double the money that, that the UFC but wants. But you're going to end up in the UFC. No, not if necessarily. If you want to make a name for yourself, you're going to end up in the UFC. Not necessarily. If you um, want to make a name for yourself, yeah, you got to go to the UFC. You have Nobody to. Nobody Absolutely. TV. Actually, uh, uh, who was it? That's um, what I'm saying. Like, DJ's, TJ's at one. He was the champ. Yeah. but he, And no one, no one people, was people forgot about him in the UFC. He, and fights, he fights this month. Did you even know that? 
Yeah, no. No, no, that's something that I really actually... wanted to go. But DJ could easily come back to the UFC one day and be the champ, I think. But so. that's... You know what Anthony Smith so was saying? So that, that kind of proves your point that there is. Anthony Smith, Smith was saying this in an interview on MMA Hour today, is that he he, uh, he just resigned before his fight. And he was saying he's really happy, even though he could have went somewhere and got more money. But he's like, you know, the intrinsic value of being with the UFC and having this marketability is huge for me. And, like, I feel like so many fighters don't see that. You know mm. what I mean? Because there is a – like, Paige Van Zandt, imagine if she went through Bellator. She's just some hot chick like Valerie Lareda. Mm. But you don't pay attention to Valerie Lareda. Like you pay Actually, didn't to she just sign a big deal with, like, WWE or something? Hey, Lareda. No. Uh, yeah, Lareda. Val. Yeah. Loretta, I think they both did, didn't she? Because Paige, no, Paige went to AEW. AEW. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I was gonna say Paige is a wrestler now too. Yeah. yeah. But she was also doing bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. Yeah. But she's a way bigger deal than Valerie Lori. I'm just saying that's the intrinsic value of the UFC. She the, also has an OnlyFans, just for anyone. But one. also, you're comparing hot that's chicks. Almost, exactly. Like hot chicks can get famous on their own. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Hot chicks. <laughs> hot chicks can get famous on their own. So like, but uh, do you really think Paige Van Zandt gets bigger anywhere else? Honestly, if she's I'm a hot honest, chick, but she's not that hot. Right? I think she could get big without fighting. No, but she like, would not be this big without. Like, there's fighting. Instagram models who but are she bigger than any fighter. Fighter though, so it helps like her attractiveness for a little bit. Okay, but Ronda would have been successful at something. If I she think the uh, the example you're looking for is Rachel Ostovich being like, what was she four and five when she got cut? <laughs> but no, the UFC provides opportunities that you don't get elsewhere. Sean O'Malley makes hundreds of thousands of dollars off his merchandise. Yeah, like yeah. it's 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 the platform. A lot of that is Sean O'Malley just being a piece. But I feel like if he were in Bellator, it would not be the same. It wouldn't be the same. No, no, no. You'd be MVP. It's the UFC. I I keep saying this to you too with O'Malley. O'Malley isn't popular. If Snoop Dogg isn't calling his fight. Yeah. Uh, Which only the no, UFC... No, seriously. Seriously. I don't know, because personally, like, that's... He would have been another Contender no, no. Series That's where the hype train starts. I didn't watch that episode, and I'm still a big fan of it. That never affected me in how but I... But that got so many heard. casuals on the train. You were just a follower who hopped on the but, train, like, a bit. But, <laughs> but then but you watched him in the UFC, and then you're like, oh, this guy's dope. But that, that was a highlight. That went viral as shit. O'Malley! O'Malley! Yeah, but... O'Malley! Like, it was, was dirty the way he dropped him. Just with the right hand walking him down. But Snoop Dogg's call, essentially, like, he... Because after, after the fight, O'Malley said something to Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg's like, I got you, young... Like, Snoop Dogg was enamored by him, too. He was probably going to be a re- star. You know what I remember from that? Sugar getting on the cages and goes, Welcome to the Sugar Show! It's my show. That, that. Well, that, that sold, was that sold Dana. Yeah. I remember Dana being like, I fucking love this kid. Yeah. And then his first post-fight interview was one of my favorites of all time, like from any fighter. And Bo Nickel probably has one now. But O'Malley's first fight interview, he's like, like, man, the knockout or whatever. Like, knockout. Like, that's amazing. Blah, blah. He goes, yeah, like, grew up like a, like a do-jits and wrestling and stuff. But, you know. I accidentally knocked someone out one day in practice, and I really liked it. So now I just want to knock people the fuck out. And I'm like, so then he just started working on his striking. This kid is a wrestler, jujitsu artist, and then he just knocked he's, one dude out, and he was like, yo, this is fun. Well, we're going to see where his skills are at when he fights Piotr. I'm, I'm dead ass. I, another hot take, he's beating Jan. No, I really think it's a bad matchup for Jan. I think it's a horrible matchup for Jan. Like, Corey Sanhagen's the same size, but he walks you down for some reason. He doesn't really play the point fight. He doesn't stand on the outside. He tries to walk you down. 
the thing about Sean is he's not going to play that fucking game. He's going to try and pick him apart from the outside. I don't think it's anything Jan's encountered yet. He's been fighting short Russians in Russia, and then he's been fighting short Bantamweights in the UFC. He hasn't fought a guy like this. Except, he's big. except for Corey. But Corey's going to be I don't different think approach. Corey's as big as Well, He's big. not as long. No. No. But like, he's, he's as tall. He's Also, I, I got to say, for the division, there's not a whole lot of guys that hit harder than O'Malley. Like, that straight right is legit. He's accurate. It's the same thing with McGregor. McGregor doesn't have this insane power. McGregor has insane precision. Timing, yeah. He talks about it. His precision and timing is way better than power. Yeah. And if you watch O'Malley, all of his knockouts are just bang. You want to talk about precision and timing? You want to talk about precision and timing? The best free agent acquisition was Chris Cyborg this weekend. Fucking signing all of some shitty boxing promotion in Brazil just so she can avoid a fight with Kayla Harrison. Did she sign with the promotion? Yeah, yeah. Or is it official. like a cross deal with Bellator? No, no. She was a free agent. Oh, her, her Bellator contract was up. They were in the. They were in the. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? The. Uh, Kayla Harrison's in Bellator. No, she's in PFL. She's in PFL but but PFL, she's wanted to fight Cyborg. Yeah, for a and long so she time. she fought out her contract with Bellator. And How much did she weigh? Uh, she's, she's fighting at one fifty five, but she has fought at one forty five. She went to Invicta during the. Uh, during the uh, pandemic. So why doesn't she just cut and fight at 45 so she can fight in the UFC? Because 55 is the division PFL, PFL pays her a fuck ton of money. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they pay her like 500000 a fight, and she wins a million dollar tournament every year. Yeah. And for this cyborg fight, they offered them both a million with a winner takes home two, two million. million. Yeah, so that would have been three million. And like, you why gotta think about it. Because she literally said, why do, you want, why do I want to fight someone who fights 13 and 12 fighters? But she's ducking. She's straight. Uh, yeah, when her. I saw that, I was like, "Who, who have you fought that's so special?" Yeah, who, who like, in featherweights we're talking about at all in the U.S.? Yeah, like if they were, we're talking about their daughter bantamweights, right? Holly Holm, G- GDR. Yeah, but they're they're bantamweights. Yeah, like Holly's a bantamweight. GDR was a bantamweight. Yeah, like they're not like it's not like a Megan Anderson who came in at a one forty five. Like Nunez, who destroyed her. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah. But that's what happens when you fought someone that's actually good at that weight oh, class. Yeah, no, it's, it's, Do you uh, think Nunez could beat Kayla Harrison if she put on 10 pounds? No. No. Wow, really? No. I think she's too small. Yeah. Kayla's a fucking tank. Two-time gold medalist judo, bud. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. jacked, too. Like, like she's, she's, like, not just... She's so, not big. She's, like, muscular. <laughs> that's like, what I'm saying. She's strong. She, like, I, I, honestly, though, I've never seen her take a real shot yet. So, I don't know how she that goes. She seems strong-willed to me. Her whole backstory's overcoming adversity and yeah. shit. Like, yeah, she can take a yeah, she can take and, it. And, like, this is the truth. Like, this is the one thing, too. She didn't finish first season. I will say this for you, like, just in this moment. Like, when you – if you see a guy in the – in when you watch their fights and you're like, oh, I haven't seen him take a shot, that does not mean they don't take big shots in practice. We no, but – hard. No, we spar fucking hard. She seems sometimes pretty pampered, though, in my opinion. You're still gonna. You still need to. That's spar. not as big these days. Like, like, like not, a, not. You don't I know need girls to spar. That, who, do have, who do you have fighting? A there's girl? people who don't spar at all. No, but who do you have fighting a girl who's walking at 170, 165? Who's big enough to spar with that girl? Me. I'll fuck her up. No, no, no. no but shoot. which girl in the gym is big? Kay- do you know where Kayla trains? ATT. Nunes is gone from there. Go spar with uh, Dawson. I mean, yeah, you're t- if you want to spar with guys, yeah, but I don't think... I have no fucking choice. If, especially if you're just wrestling. Like, 
Well, I mean, I mean, striking. Just doing jits. Like, I really want a, a like a, a women's heavyweight division. <laughs> well, yeah, because they get there is stuff. Ryzen. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, Ryzen does weird shit. Yeah, like it's like one eighty and above. I think they right? got this one Gabby Garcia chick yeah, who's just like a two forty six four. Yeah, that's great shit out. Yeah, roided out. That's mint. I love that. Yeah. Like she's, but she fucks up like soccer moms on Ryzen yeah. Yeah, that are significantly like, smaller than her. Significant. Like, clearly desperate for a paycheck, just heavy enough that it's, like, so not pretty a much what you want to show. Yeah. Yeah, like, I want to be those... Like, Sam Alvey like, was looking for a comeback fight, by the way. I put your name in that. I, I put my name in that. Yeah. I was like, my buddy... I, yo, I messaged him on our account on Instagram, <laughs> and I was like, my buddy Paul Martin was aspiring to be a 1-100 MMA fighter. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Which I am, Sam. Like, if you're looking for an easy tune-up fight, bud, come to Canada. Fucking doesn't get easier than me, bud. This is, this, you this, got this. Yeah, this. Truth is, like, there, there's no we'll one in the like... You can choke me in a second. There's no <laughs> one in the history out. like Sam Alvey did. No. How, he broke a record, eh? How do you lose nine fights in a row? Yeah, he broke, he broke BJ's record. He tied one, one of those fights. was a draw. No, no. No, no, winless streak. Yeah, but I mean, he said that he was not longest, in a row. longest. Well, if you didn't win, you didn't look. You, you, you sure, yeah, I guess there's no draw. You draw, you lost. Longest, longest winless streak is now nine in the UFC. I don't think that'll. Ever Penn be held the record for eight. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And like, uh, I see a lot of people like, how does this happen? Well, people like Kevin Lee get cut so quick, and it's all like one. Sam's a joy to fucking work with. Two, oh, he accepts should... any fight at any time in two different weight classes. And he doesn't take damage And like three, he Broke always puts on exciting yeah. fights. Yeah, well... He doesn't... He doesn't fucking put on boring fights. His jaw was not badly broken. He, he might have to get a wired shot. No, he just... I saw the TikTok, like, right before I came here. Well, he was on MMA Hour saying he had to go he was, to see a he dentist. He was on TikTok after seeing that dentist and was all like... The oh, dentist said it broke in the perfect way it possibly could. I'm not going to need anything. Good, good. Yeah, yeah no, because... But the great thing is, is his jaw's broken. He did that whole interview and he smiled through the entire thing. Yeah. It was great to see. And he smiled also respect Alvey. for those type of fighters. Like, you have non-casuals who are really buying the fight cards. Yeah. Who, like, like a Donald Cerrone. Like, you don't need to win to get me excited to watch you fight. You just need to get knocked out in two minutes. You know, that's it. <laughs> Fucking Oh, that just happened to say, I've never mind. Speaking of injuries, though, I feel like this is uh, one that's interesting, but uh, Anthony Smith was talking about his ankle. You know, they said he, he didn't break it after the post-fight press conference. Well, apparently he had a break that's, like, typical of fullbacks or something like that. Like, like grabbing on the foot, and, like, it's a certain part of the ankle that's not, like, it's not like a, something you would get from impact, right? So it's, like, something he did, and Probably when he fell back, fully just destroyed it because he said he couldn't feel it. Mm-hmm. Walked back out, got taken in down, and while he was down there, he started getting the feeling back. Said so he stood up and could feel it clicking, and that's why he's like, "Yeah, it's broken." So like, if you hear him, he kind of like verbally taps, sort of, mm-hmm. when they end the fight, and he's like, "Yeah, it's broken." Like he said, he knew right away, but the, but the doctors were all like, they couldn't feel anything moving. It was tip fib, right? But it wasn't necessarily his tip fib that he broke. So it, yeah, it was a weird one. Though. I knew because this is the truth about it. Like Anthony Smith, he's one of those too tough for your own good kind of guys. Well, he trained with fucking Chris Weidman. How do you not break an ankle after training a whole camp with Chris Weidman? 
He left Montoya, eh? Chris Wyman. <laughs> Chris Wyman deserved that life break. Oh, uh, you know what? And then, and then, yo, Uriah did that. Uriah did that and fucking went off into the sunset to become yeah. Retire Hall. Well, <laughs> when when it happens to Silva, when Wyman's fight, Silva, and Wyman starts bouncing around the cage like he's the greatest fighter in the world. Yeah, like Uriah, he did something. Uriah right? looked like he wanted to fucking So, cry. like, Wyman had that, I was just talking about this with Marcus, hence the laughing. I was like, I need to bring this up on the podcast. It's like, fuck Wyman. Oh, yeah. But no, dude, Uriah looked like he wanted to cry when it happened to Wyman. But you, you were quite happy. <laughs> I was very excited. I'm all like, that's how it feels. Oh, I was like low That's not the first time you've seen it, too. No. <laughs> no. Oh, I dude. watched the Anderson Silva leg break. Oh, I saw I, actually, I almost I, cried. I have a status. You were here when Connor broke his, remember? Yeah. I was like, he broke it. I knew right away because he fell back on it the way I kind of did. And I was like, it's broken. It's broken. Um, Your wife was in the DM. No, I, I remember the Anderson Silva break. Very clearly, I, I I have a status. Twenty thirteen December. It's it's gonna come up December. I remember. It's gonna come up in December. <laughs> yeah. And I have a status on Facebook I made the night it happened. Yeah. And I said Anderson Silva needs to take a break from the UFC. Oh my god. I think it's time for I said it's like I think it's time for Silva to take a break. No, but the way Wyman just gets up and starts celebrating. Yeah, like, he, cool. like he was the best fighter in the world yeah, because that Yeah, happened. I mean, that's what... That's karma. Coming back around it. getting you. It really is. The same... What's even more funny, even more karma, is that he broke the leg he broke Anderson's leg with. Uh, Me and Paul did this. We looked this up two days later. We were like, wait a sec. Paul's like, I wonder if it was like the same... Yeah. We looked up both. Yeah, it was the right. It, it was the right leg yeah. that Anderson broke his leg. I remember on. everything. Yeah, and he broke off the inside leg kick and off the inside. Yeah. <laughs> what was gross about Anderson's leg break compared to any what other arm break? Actually, there was an arm break. Was it earlier this year? Oh, or that one it? broad just went in there and snapped. I can't oh, remember yeah, yeah, who yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Jesse, Jess, 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 uh, Jesse, Jess, Jess, no, Jess. No, it was two guys. Oh, are you talking about Jamal Hill's break? No, it was a. Did no, Jamal break his arm? He got Jamal. Craig, yeah, Paul Craig. Broke his fucking shit. No, no, it was, there was uh, two. Nunes, Nunes versus, uh, bald guy, an old dude, Brazilian, uh, just got cut. Uh, yeah, yeah. Souza. Yes. Yes. And Souza, is like, elite jiu-jitsu. Yeah, you hear it. Elite. It's like, and then you just wouldn't hear it. Tap, and then you heard it, but it was. It was like it broke and then shifted, and I was just like, Ugh. "Well, he broke, he broke like the arm arm, not like the elbow, because like, usually it'll be the joint, right? He broke the fucking forearm, like you could see it. It just was like Anderson's hanging. leg break. I'll never forget that because what got me with Anderson was that he kicked his leg wrapped around Wyatt's. Yeah. It came back, and then, and then he, he stepped didn't on it. know it was broken, and then, and then he, like, put all his, put weight, all his on weight back on it. And then it just like oh, it, yeah. it bowed the other so way. Did, so did uh, Wyman yeah, Wyman did, did the same thing. Wyman did the same, except he put his weight. But he didn't wrap around. I remember, seeing, I remember like seeing his that. fucking stub hit the ground. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember Wyman's stub hit. No, the ground. that's the difference between Wyman and Silva. Silva's break was so much worse because his his bones were intact, broke, came back, and then stepped and then snapped again. So he was sharding the bones on top of that. Whereas Weidman broke, and then his ankle was like this, 
So when he went to step back on it, his ankle swung out. And he just, yeah, he stepped he right, right on, on it. Yeah, but, it's gross. Ah! That's still better than like... I don't know, man. I don't know, Bills man. Bills went right through the skin of that. I'm a sick fuck. I love that kind of shit. That's I'm why not, I watch I, it. I, yeah, I've watched it a couple times. Since we should, I watch it because it's a blood sport. We should really touch on the card this weekend. The card this weekend... Which is Cheeto Vera versus... Cheeto Vera versus Dominic Cruz. Yeah. The Personally, I think this should be an easy win for Dom, unless he's too old for the sport. I don't know, man. Cheeto's a dog. I just think it's a great style for Dom, but like, I know Dom's also old. Cheeto's he might be done. Cheeto's kind of got that like. uh, No, Cheeto's a great fighter. No, 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 but listen to me. He's kind of got that Garbrandt in a Muay Thai style. You know what I mean? It's got the timing, the power, everything. That's not the same. That's not the way to beat Dom. No. That's how Cody Garbrandt beat No, him. the way his punches down the center line. That's how you beat Dom. Well, he throws a lot of kicks through the middle. He throws a lot of straight punches. He throws knees up the middle, too. I'm just saying there's just a lot more weapons that comes with that. I think it's Vera. an interesting box, fight. I think you nailed it, Paul. Like, it's going to be... It's, it's a test. Is Dom too old? Yeah. That, that's how I or see Or is that. Dom now the gatekeeper of that division? Mm. I don't want it to be a thing, but... I, if he loses, I don't think he fights this is again. not a deep card, eh? No, no. not at all. No. Well, it's a shitty But, like, the last fight, time man. people complained about not a deep card, there's ten finishes in a row. Legit. Right? I, right. And I, I, I keep saying that. that um, you know, we, we've been saying that. Ty said started that. He was like, Paul, every time you say it's going to be a bad card, right? It turns out to be the best card yeah, of the year. I, honestly, yeah. I told Seb not to even watch this card, and then it was 10 for 10. You're a sick I guy. messaged him after, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. He goes, I didn't even know it was tough finale. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you have to watch it because of the tough finale. Oh, uh, yeah. I, honestly, I'd watched it all, and I was not. I want to point out something else. It wasn't the best. We, we have completely skimmed over the Don't. other tough finals. Don't. No, because Juliana no, Miller? I don't. You don't like Juliana Miller? No. I actually love Juliana I Miller. I became a, a huge fan. fan of hers because her pre-fight no. video, she was like, I, on paper, don't have any skills to win this fight. <laughs> and then goes and like six Just, floors her. No, 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 no. She did that the entire tough tournament. I, the one thing she's got is she is a fucking dog. The reason I don't like her is because in the first round, my boy Bobby Maximus, being 43, also being on Tough 2, by the way, fucking had his fight coming up, and he, being the guy he is, who has two UFC fights and has, knows all the stuff he does, was sharing all the shit he's learned about sports psychology with the other girls on the other team. And Juliana, being on his team, felt very threatened and decided to, like, come at him and, like, like, like yell at him in front of the team right before his fight. And then the man went and got knocked out. And I can't fucking forgive her for that. But like, the, how that fucking you? cunt. I, the way she did my boy, my boy Bobby, dude, I'll never forgive her. That white track fucking cunt, I'll never forgive her. But like, never. how much of that is the producers telling you to get shit going for the show? 100%. You know? No, like, it's a reality no. show. The, no, the, the realest moment. No, she's an insecure white trash piece of shit. You can feel it. I liked her. I listened to that fucking, like, Interview she had. You guys like, didn't I watch the show. Watch the show, Tommy. I, I, I watched some of the show. No, you fucking didn't. Watch uh, no, I, I went you back. The fights. It was on watch. the one site I'm not going to mention publicly. Uh, but like, yeah, is it on there? Yeah, yeah, they got tough on there. What? They got past UFC events on there too. Like and you can go into a and search for them. Yeah, you're fucking lying. 
No. You're, why didn't you tell Peon this when you was asking for my fight pass and being a cunt? I don't know. <laughs> I would have avoided the entire issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul doesn't, Paul doesn't I didn't know it. at the time. Oh, Ty okay, told yeah, me. Okay, okay, Ty was like, there's wrestling events on there. I'm like, what else do they got? And they got all kinds of shit. That's interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. I got TSN, so I can watch AEW live. Yeah, okay, well, not all of us are rich. Okay, I pay for Crane. I don't have. I I'm spend sixty dollars a month, and that's it. I hate <laughs> you both for giving Bell money. Like Bell Canada is this organization in Canada that just has a stranglehold. It's a they, monopoly on they entertainment. Fucking Americans know if what Bell is. No, they don't. They don't. What? They know what There's no is. Bell in America. Well, what's the equivalent? There Tell is no equivalent. They have fucking competition in America. No, 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 no. Because like, if no. you had Bell and you went to the border, what would it say on your? AT&T. AT&T. Okay. If so you had anything. AT&T is the biggest AT&T. company in the States. So AT&T is Bell here, which is the biggest company in No, Canada. no, it's different no, because it's different. there's competition in the States. They mm-hmm. don't, Bell doesn't have, Bell's got Rogers and Tellus and it's Triopoly. Yeah, no yeah, here, nobody yeah. Else. It's no, a there's nobody here. You're right. Yeah. But, the, the, but Bell's a huge player. America's place. got fucking local shit. Verizon. I know they've got everything. I know they've got everything. I know that they don't have the shit that we have. And the lobbyists aren't as cunty as ours. Mm-hmm. I get but it. Bell has a stranglehold on everything on TV here. It makes everything super difficult to yeah. watch. Pay 20 you, bucks a month. For you watch season one of Supernatural. You don't even get the original soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Built, what was the new media bill, too, that they just had? Oh, oh, with C10 or whatever, yeah. where a certain amount of Canadian content? Well, I got one more thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Episode. Uh, Vanderford versus uh, Aaron Jeffrey. Aaron Jeffrey, 210 Contender Series from St. Catharines. Local guy. Local guy. He's fighting number two Belgium. Just lost to Vasasi. Mr. Van Zandt. Mr. Van Zandt, the other side of... That's Mr. a big fight. That's a big fight. He's 11-1. Stepping in at short notice. Getting in there against a big name. Yeah. I honestly, And I like him for that. I, I think, think he can he win that fight. I think he's yeah. got a, the same style but better. Than, like, Vanderford's nothing special. Like, I, I still will watch his fights. I still like watching his fights. But it, it's nothing atypical. It's very Kamaru Usman-esque before he won his title. You know what I mean? It's strike, strike, strike. Push against the cage. Pull him down type deal. And that's the same thing Jeffrey does. But the thing is, Jeffrey's finish guy is like Andre Petrovsky, who just fucking choked out. Uh, Nick and Nate Diaz's boy, who's supposed to be some Jits legend, and he choked him up in the second round. <laughs> well, well, Jeffrey's ground pounded that dude out in the second round in LFA before he went to the UFC. I'm actually annoyed by that. So they took a guy, he beat, and then gave him the killers. Fucking killers. Mm-hmm. His losses, listen to this, Jeffrey's losses, Sean Brady, Brendan Allen, and Kyle Borhalo, who just had a, a co-main event in yeah. the second UFC fight. No, like, he got the ringer got in the, the Contender ringer. Series. And well, Sean Brady was before. But yeah, still. but those in the Contender st- Series, he got the ringer. Those were three losses. Like, Brendan Allen went, like, 6-0 in the UFC after he got in. Like, <laughs> it was disgusting. Went to the top 15, then he started losing, but whatever it is what it is. You know. And you there? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Thanks, thanks for listening. All three of you, Just much listen. love. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you're talking to us. Two? <laughs> one? Oh, one day. Somebody will listen one day. Any sign-off, bud? Anything to say? Nah, bitches ain't shit. Butt hoes and tricks.